Hello and welcome to another Kangaroo English Daily Digest podcast. My name is Christian and today is Thursday, the best day of the week. <laughs> um, in today's podcast, I'm going to answer the very simple question, which is, should you watch English television and English films and English series, should you watch them with subtitles in your native language? English subtitles or no subtitles, which one is best for your learning? And I'm going to, to answer that question in, in a moment. But first, I wanted to tell you that today, here in Galicia, in Spain, where I live, today is a public holiday. So that means that uh, most businesses are closed and most people are not working. But I'm here in the office making a Daily Digest podcast, and I just wanted to explain why I'm doing this. So the first reason I'm doing it is actually because of the Netflix series Chef's Table. Now, if you've, if you've never seen Chef's Table, I, I highly recommend it because it's not actually really about cooking. It's about the people who who cook and there was one episode and it was this this couple this husband and wife and they had this tiny restaurant on some very tiny french island and when they first opened they had no customers no interest and Someone in the in the documentary in, in Chef's Table, someone asked them, well, well, why did you why did you not close your restaurant? Why did you continue doing it? And they said, well, every day we we went down to the restaurant and we opened and we prepared the kitchen and we turned all the lights on and we had a waiter and we were ready to go. And we did that every day. If we had one customer or 10 customers or zero customers. We did that every day. And we did it to say, we did it to say that we are here and we're not going anywhere to, they did it to put their stamp on the world to, to draw a line in the sand and say, this is, this is where we stand on food. And now of course, you know, this restaurant is very famous and I think they have three Michelin stars. And in, in a way, I'm doing this for the same reason. I want to show that I'm here every day working. And, you know, I don't, I, I don't do this for any other reason than, than my love of, of language and my love of teaching and my love of helping people. And, Another reason that I do it is because I think by by making content every day, by showing little pieces of science every single day, I can help to destroy a lot of myths that are out there in the world about language learning, about, about what it really means to learn a language. And I want to read a little sentence from a book called Introducing Second Language Acquisition, which is a textbook that a lot of linguistics students read. And it says here, 
In the world of second language acquisition, much remains a mystery, stimulating continued research. Just, just take a moment to really absorb that. So, <laughs> even after hundreds of years of of <laughs> of research uh, of 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 linguistics, much remains a mystery, and so that's why it's so upsetting to see companies out there or individuals out there trying to sell the solution to learning a language when when all of the scientists who are working in the field really don't even know the solution themselves and and the third and final reason that that I that I'm making these daily digests is because I am recalcitrant and that is today's word of the day recalcitrant it's r e c a l c i t r a n t recalcitrant and right in the middle of the word you will see these four letters c a l c calc and if you're a doctor or a nurse or a podiatrist or, or you work in in medicine then you might know the name of the heel bone the that big bone at the very back of your foot your heel is called your calcaneus and that gives a clue to where this word comes from about what it means recalcitrant means that somebody is stubborn well somebody or something is stubborn okay so that's me i'm very stubborn um recalcitrant also means that you are defiant or resistant against authority again that's me very much so <laughs> and and also recalcitrant can mean difficult to control or eliminate so you can have a recalcitrant person or a recalcitrant virus even recalcitrant virus is difficult to eliminate a recalcitrant person can be stubborn and against authority and so i'm recalcitrant and that's another reason why why i'm doing this now um i told you that calc means heel okay but what does the heel bone what does that have to do with with being defined against authority and stubborn well think about horses and donkeys when horses and donkeys are upset or annoyed or angry they kick their heels back they lift up their back legs and they kick whoever or whatever is standing behind them and the word literally means you know kicking back your heels so that helps us to understand where this word comes from think about it uh, an angry donkey is stubborn it's kicking back its heels it's defying its master defying authority and it's quite difficult to control a donkey a recalcitrant donkey um so so let's move on to to answering the the core question here about watching subtitled films and there's this really interesting paper it was published in 2016 in plus 1 uh called watching subtitled films can help learning foreign languages so what they did they took a group of spanish speakers and they made them watch 1 hour of english 
television, a television drama. And so they showed them the drama. They had three separate groups of Spanish people. So one group watched the drama with Spanish subtitles. Another group watched it with English subtitles. And another group watched it with no subtitles. And then they asked three questions. The first question is, which group understood the plot better? Which group comprehended the story? The second question was, which group would do better on a listening test? And the final question is, which group would learn more vocabulary? And so to answer the first question, I think you can probably guess which group uh, was better at understanding the story, the plot. Well, the, the group that had Spanish subtitles, because, you know, you're not doing any language processing, all of that information is going straight into your brain and with no effort you comprehend the plot. Okay, great. That makes sense. But now the next question, which group was better at the listening test? Now, here here in my school when I was teaching students, I, I didn't know the answer to this question and I used to tell my students, well, think about this. In real life, when you are, you know, at a cafe talking to somebody or in a conversation or in a job interview you know there's no subtitles so I think that you should watch movies and films without subtitles because that's life that's realistic but the science has proven me very very wrong so um, the actual effects are quite dramatic and it says here in a listening score um, there was a 17% increase with English subtitles versus 7% increase for no subtitles and 0% for Spanish subtitles. So to improve your listening comprehension, it turns out that watching with English subtitles is much, much better. And again, with vocabulary... Vocabulary, the effect was a little bit less, but uh, watching with English subtitles, there was a 6% increase in, in your vocabulary acquisition. And with no subtitles, an 8.7%. So not much of a difference, really. Not statistically significant. So again, you know, again, there's no, there's no harm. There's no negative effect to watching with English subtitles. So overall... Watching programs and films and television with English subtitles is absolutely the best thing that you can do. So there you go. There's the answer to the question. But, but because I am recalcitrant, I want to know why. Why is it that, why is it that, that subtitles help you with your listening comprehension? It doesn't seem to make sense. Because surely you are moving that processing onto your into your visual section of your of your brain right so how's that how does that help your hearing well i have some more abstract research here i have this paper from cognition called strength of perceptual experience predicts word processing performance better than concreteness or imageability and I'm going to leave you with a question. So 
I want you to think about an atom. Those tiny little building blocks of everything in the universe, atoms. Now, can you perceive an atom? Can you touch it or taste it or smell it or hear it? Can you visualize an atom? If you close your eyes, can you visualize it? Well, maybe. Maybe you remember the little diagram from your high school textbook, maybe. And the final question is, is it a real thing? Does it exist? Is it something concrete? And the answer to those questions helps us to answer why. Why subtitles are much better than than no subtitles. And so I'm going to talk more about the atom and perception and cognition and different parts of your body in the next podcast. And hopefully I'm going to blow your mind just a little bit on Friday. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Digest. If you enjoy this uh, podcast and you'd like to support it, you will find links to my Patreon at kangarooenglish.com. I'm Christian, this is Kangaroo English, and I'll see you in class. It's time to stop studying.